Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I am Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Liu from the Box Press Studio, Seth Geis, and from the Pestina Studio, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Taylor Happy Swiss American Thanksgiving, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> Kelsey and Swifties. 187 <laughs> plus 13. <laughs> All right. Happy so- American Thanksgiving. Thanks, John. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So today we are talking about the Crown Heads La Vareda number 50. Oh. Uh, this is a Robusto-ish uh, 5 and 3 eighths by 50. Comes out of the Tabacalera La Alianza factory in the Dominican Republic. Uh, can we ask, a, really, can we ask some question really quick? Where the heck did we get the 5 and 3 eighths? Like, it's an odd I size. No I know, like, it's 2023. This is EP Carrillo. It's Crown Heads. All of what? a sudden, we have a 5.38 inch Robusto. Like, you can't call this a Robusto. It should well, be like Robust, Robust it's a Robusto two. Extra. Let's Robust not even two. worry about that aspect. Oh. Let's just focus on the 0.38 inches. Like, <laughs> well, where the fuck in the 23 years, all of a sudden, Huber adds 0.38 inches? Well, I mean, did the, like, the mold get left out in the rain? Like, what is Ernie doing with a 5 and 3 eighths by 50 mold? I don't even know why you have <laughs> such a thing. Yeah. These are impo- these are really important questions that I think we need <laughs> to I mean, We need photographic proof of these uh, molds. Yeah. We have it. We have the fucking cigar. Look at that. That is 5 and 3 eighths, man. 5 and 3 eighths. There is, dude, you know, the sad thing is there's a guy watching this recap right now, and this is about to get profane who has measured his penis and he's like hey that's the measurement of my dick right there because <laughs> he knows five and three eights. he's he a number 50 at the tape measure again <laughs> he's like confirmed three he's eights. like i gotta get those bands so all right let's move forward all right rapper and binder both nicaragua and jalapa uh filler is from nicaragua and the dominican republic uh price point is 18 dollars and 40 cents and cigar released in august of 2023 so with all that out of the way, June, why don't you take us through your overall experience with this cigar? Um, um, I thought the first third was good. Uh, some nice, you know, baking spices, cherry cordials. But I got this weird, like, uh, the best way I could describe it is this, uh, you just take regular hay and then you just torched it. And then, hmm. then it becomes this nasty, like, dehydrated, uh, grassy, torched, you know, unpleasant aspect and uh and then the cigar became really stale in general in, in nature so um i don't know these crown heads man i just i haven't found a good one since when he originally released the original las calaveras <laughs> back in uh back in back in when oh my god was it 2012 yeah, I feel like it's 2012. Holy shit, more than 10 years ago. My goodness. <laughs> you old. Mm. All right, Seth, what were your thoughts? You know, the sad thing is June's score is higher than mine, but he probably does a better way of describing the cigar for the, the cigar by saying taking a blowtorch and just <laughs> lighting a hayfield on fire, <laughs> uh, which is pretty graphic, by the way. But I, it's just, I mean, it, this was minerals and sharp spices and damp earth and wood. It, like, it was like raw flavor profiles of a, a bundle or a second from like 10 years ago that was a little moist that they found in the aging room 
and they beat Caldwell, you know, four <laughs> times out of five on rock, paper, scissors for this lost and found project. And I mean, that's just kind of where I felt like we went with this thing. And it's just, it was just probably muddled medium, full strength throughout. Um, mine started canoeing and that could have been an issue too. I don't know if anyone else had the construction issues, but like, I haven't had a cigar canoe like this in a while. So it was really like blast from the past. Um, the Vigueros band really like captured the whole thing for a while. So it was like, this is cool. So John, you're up, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, my experience was, was kind of above average overall. Uh, I agree with June. I think, I think the first third was good. Um, you know, sweet tobacco, mild wood, baking spices, a little bit of earth, um, dry wood, uh, but I think it kind of, it kind of fell apart in the second third. Like there were the flavor components for me just didn't, they didn't harmonize. Like it was like a, it was like a jazz band where they're all off key. You know what I mean? To, you know, cause everyone likes to use music terminology. So there's some sweet vigil, uh, followed by tobacco and dry wood. And I'm like, well, that doesn't really go together. And then tannins joined the, the draw, the wood on the post draw. And I'm like, Ugh. and then. Baking spices in the retro hail, um, it just, it just didn't it, like. It's not what I would expect of a cigar of this caliber. And then last third, uh, baking spices with vegetal in the center and earth and wood, and that was kind of it. And really, by the halfway point, it was just entirely earth and wood. Uh, so you know, it was okay. Um, the good news is construction was perfect for me. Uh, burn was a little wavy in the first third, but evened out, and then just straight all the way through the rest of the cigar and the draw is perfect. So, um, you know, great construction, but above average flavor profile. What about you, Aaron? Yeah, for me, this cigar started with dry toasted cedar, earth and mild black pepper. Uh, second third saw the earth pick up a bit. And then the final third saw the earth join the toasted cedar up front. And then a light vegetal note joined in. Um, I thought the cigar was, had a flavor profile that was linear and mundane. Um, just some slight changes in fullness from the components of dry toasted cedar, earth and black pepper. Um, nothing exciting about the cigar, um, high price point just makes me scratch my head about it, um, overall. But, um, I was, I wrote my review. I was curious about if everybody else thought differently than I did, but, um, I don't see coming back to it. Um, I don't know that it doesn't seem like anybody else is really interested to do so either. So I think, um, I think I, I got a, a good understanding of the cigar there. So, uh, all right, let's get to the scores. We're going to start at the top with, uh, June and John both gave it a 6.1. Um, I gave it a 5.65 and Seth gave it a 3.48. So June, how that 6.1 matchup for you? Um, I mean, flavor profile is more in the fives, right? Um, I had pretty good construction. I think I had really good construction, but there's a flavor profile. I mean, this is not something to go back to at all. All right, John, how about you? 6.1. Yeah, I agree. The flavor profile, you know, is a five six five, and uh, it's a construction that takes it into the sixes, and even there, um, you know, even if not to like crap all over, but even if the cigar was nine dollars, the flavor profile just isn't something I would return to. But price point makes it an absolute non-starter. Yeah, I mean, my five point six five matches up well. Uh, average flavor profile throughout. Um, had a really good construction that kind of helps it out in the score there. But um, yeah, it's just. Just from the first draws, I was just like, "This." I hope it like 
show some progress, but it just didn't, it just kind of hung out there and didn't really do anything. So, um, didn't, you know, nothing there. All right. Set 3.48. Not much to say with those numbers. <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, listen, it's just kind of, it was bad. It's really bad. I thought, I mean, did we, did you spend $18 on this? Uh, I got a little of a discount on it. So, so yeah, you spent, yeah, I didn't, but we, you know, I mean, it was still, we still spent at least 60 bucks on these. So, yeah, it's pretty brutal, man. But what do you say? Like, we recommend people to like wait for this to go on deep discount and enjoy. Oh, yeah, it'll be there. It'll be there. No, I would not recommend that these people <laughs> wait for it to go on discount. I would not. Man, we're such I would say assholes. that when it goes on discount, be like, hey, look at that. Yes, it's on discount. I'm not buying it. Thank uh, you. I, I prefer the term elitist, June. I'm an elitist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Um, all right. So, yeah, let's, let's hit the bands thing. Um, I think everybody thinks the same thing when they see the bands, the Bagueros ripoff kind of a thing. Or, well, uh, that's oh, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> I use the wrong word. An homage, homage, to the, to yes, homage. And and to be <laughs> fair, to be fair, this is not the first time that Huber's done it. You can remember oh, the I old mean, secondary band. No, he's, he's done it. The RA, the that. old uh, RA Superiores, uh, which was uh, the Canadian regional with the green and white. Was uh, t- anyways, um, you know, I, I think I don't I don't really care one way or the other because I'm not Habanos. The thing for me is that if you were to put this on a shelf. Next to other Crown Heads product, I think as a retailer, you'd be like, "This doesn't, this doesn't match your packaging or or sort of design philosophy for your brand at all." So, like, I think someone looking for this wouldn't be able to identify this as a Crown Heads. I realize it's got Crown Heads on the footband, but like, you no know what I mean? Like, you should. At, no one would look at. No one would look at the footband. I don't think they would. I don't think they would notice it enough. That that primary band is too like. Flashy. It's, it's, it's too flashy. It's and like stupid. it's like Prince, it's, right? It's the yeah. It's it's <laughs> yeah. just fucking bad. It's just like you know. And the sad thing is, it's you can say it's an homage to Vigueros. It's not. I mean, they no, just okay. use that. Well, you know, it's you know they just use the V. Yeah. Okay. Let's say it is. Let's just say it is. That's fine. I'll give him that. I'm going to give Huber the fucking benefit of the doubt and say it, it is. There are 20 people who could probably say, yep, this is an homage to Vigueros. And if you asked everybody else, be like, hey, what does this remind you of? And they wouldn't they wouldn't know what to tell. They wouldn't know. If we weren't there to say, hey, this is like a Vigueros, and they didn't jump on that fucking bandwagon and be like, oh, yeah, it looks like Vigueros, even though they have no fucking clue, yeah. they wouldn't know. Why would you want and to emulate just- a budget brand? In your market, yeah, and then and then triple brand, and then triple the yeah. I mean, I don't even think (laughs) to be fair, it would be $18 in the duty free and whatever, you know. Yeah, right. I don't know, man. Okay, I don't get it. It's not for me. Wherever you are watching this video, be sure to like and subscribe, but check out the full written review on the website, developmentpalace.com. And follow us on all the social media channels and catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. Number 50. <laughs>